0: We're all miracles and must make the most of our limited time here. Each of us have these unique gifts to contribute to the world, and it's our job to develop these gifts and give them away. That's why I created the Preschool SLP Podcast. The Preschool SLP is about working smarter to create real change in ourselves and in others. Being an SLP is a mission. It's about showing up every single day. It's about giving all of yourself. It's about evaluating your work. It's about innovating practice to change lives. Every single week, let's discuss topics that matter. What are the game-changing strategies? How can we treat the whole child? How can we create the truest and shiniest versions of ourselves and of our clients? We're here at the drawing board for a reason. You bring your own unique gifts. Together, let's create better.
1: to be a really, really interesting episode, not only for children with ADD, but also for adults that are looking to focus and maybe looking to cut back on the meat a bit, cut back on the dairy a bit, cut back on the eggs a bit and still continue to be healthy and have a diet that helps them thrive. So I'm so excited to have our guest today. She does lots of research on the area of food and diet and the brain and the body and how to maximize health through food And there's two things she's gonna share with us today. First, she's gonna walk us through a typical day of feeding a child on a vegan diet to help that child thrive. And secondly, as I mentioned before, she's gonna share with us some of the do's and some of the don'ts when it comes to a vegan diet. So I'm so excited to have you here today. We are gonna start off by going through a typical day and how you feed your family. So before we begin, if you could just tell us, in your family, it's not just one child that you're feeding. You have three children. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your family and, and who is in your family? And then we can go into how you feed them every day and what to do and what to definitely not do when it comes to a vegan
2: diet. Sure. Yeah. Um, first off, I want to say, Kelly, thank you for having me here. I'm very honored. I love your book, and I'm really excited to be here today. Uh So my family is made up of myself, my husband, our seven-year-old son with ADD, our five-year-old daughter, and we have a one-and-a-half-year-old daughter as well. Okay, and now we're going to get
1: right into the morning, the breakfast. What would yeah. you feed your children on a typical morning for breakfast?
2: I On a typical morning, I have two standard go-tos for breakfast. Um, on when I'm really on my game, I've had rest. I make overnight oats from either steel-cut oats or whole oat groats. Um, and I avoid, uh, rolled oats and instant oats. And then I throw other things in there like walnuts and flat ground flax, uh, healthy spices like cinnamon and nutmeg and ginger, maybe a little bit of turmeric if I can get away with it with my family. And for sweetening it, I throw in some dried berries the night before. And it's delicious, Uh, especially blueberries. Those are, the darker the berry, the better it is for the body and mind.
1: And you know what I really, really loved is you said, I don't do the instant oats. I don't do the rolled oats because you mentioned that the body, that kind of hits the body and digests in the body, kind of like sugar, doesn't it? Um, it, The way it it digs in the body. Uh Uh-huh.
2: Right. Um, yes. Uh, so it's about our glycemic response. Mm-hmm. And the closer to the whole food we eat, the better the glycemic response in general. Um, and we don't want to cause the spike. It's not good for our bodies. It's not good for our brains. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Now, the
1: next thing, we we have a snack. And you say that you like to have a snack available if the child is hungry, you're not, you never push the child, the snack on the child. Like it's snack time. It's time for you to eat the snack, but it mm-hmm. is helpful to the child. What would a typical snack be that you provide to the child?
2: Um, a typical snack. And if you want to go back to an easy breakfast, uh, after this, I'm I've got I've got a trick up my sleeve for when I don't have time for overnight oats. Okay,
1: let's um, hear about that before before we move on. I okay. don't want to forget about what is the easy breakfast if you don't have time to make these, <laughs> the steel cut oatmeal, the Grouts, the Grouts oatmeal, mm-hmm. which is really time consuming. Okay.
2: Right. Um, mm-hmm. my my quick go-to breakfast are is cereal made from beans. It's uh by three wishes. Uh that's just the the brand that's been my go-to because it's it's not made from grains and it's delicious. Um and we just have that with soy milk and maybe um a little four ounces of like a fruit puree that we mix their probiotics in. And then we use a uh, multivitamin for them that my daughter's endocrinologist picked out for us. Uh, it's called Oh uh, Nature. <sighs> yeah, you mentioned nature, n- Naturelo. N a t u r e l o. It's a newer one, um, and it just it has the right amounts of zinc and selenium and iodine that you don't find in a lot of multivitamins um, that, you know, a a growing mind needs and, uh, that has been especially great for supporting my daughter's, uh, endocrine system, which tends to be a little bit on the sensitive side. Mm -hmm. And you can get those micronutrients through a vegan diet. Mm -hmm. You have to have a lot of time for meal planning and to Mm -hmm. be on it. Like you have to have Brazil nuts at least once a month and, and some other things. And, I just get busy like a lot of moms, and it's just really easy to give them a multivitamin in the morning and call it a day.
1: <laughs> you know, the Three Wishes cereal, where, where could we purchase that,
2: the protein cereal? It's um, the bean cereal, which is protein, mm-hmm. high protein. Uh, I honestly, I typically buy it on Amazon. Uh, you can get it from other suppliers, but we go through so much of it that I just buy several boxes at once. And yeah, that's been, you know, it's, it's easy.
1: So when you look at soy milk, coconut milk, rice milk, is it all equal almond milk? Um, is there any preference when it comes to those milks Is one really better than the other?
2: uh for for me in my opinion yes uh so soy milk is is great it's a complete protein uh it has a lot of other wonderful nutrients in it including calcium and it's just it has a it has a more broad flavor it's Mm -hmm. delicious Mm -hmm. uh coconut milk it's got a ton of saturated fat in it Mm -hmm. and we we have done the research now as a society that we know that too much saturated fat really isn't good for us, whether or not it's from animals or plants and, um, although preferably from plants and, uh, for rice milk, uh, unfortunately with today's pollution, rice, uh, has quite a bit of arsenic in it these days, and it's really hard to avoid. And we can, it's just one of those plants that pulls up the natural ar- arsenic from the soil and, and plus what, what has been added, you know, from modern industry. Uh, so we, we kind of avoid rice products for that reason, which is really unfortunate because rice is so great. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's, it really is. Um, if you, when we do eat rice, we get, um, California grown rice, and we cook it in too much water because that leaches the most arsenic out without losing too much of the nutrients. Mm. And then, and then every, you strain it, then you strain, we strain it. I know, mm-hmm. I know that it's, it's sacrilegious okay. for rice, but if it weren't for the arsenic, like it's there's a reason for it. I do know how to cook rice without a strainer, but um, it's just no longer safe like that.
1: What uh, almond milk. What is your feel? How do you feel about almond milk? Uh,
2: for for our one and a half year old, we give her a mix of oat and almond milk. Mm-hmm. Um, she her digestive system isn't quite ready for the long protein strands that are in soy milk, okay. and you find long protein strands in soy milk and real dairy, mm-hmm. um, and that's why you know some younger, you know, infants and toddlers can stay sensitive to those milks longer is because they don't have the enzymes to break that down yet. And my son was like that too. So it wasn't until he was a couple of years old that he was able to drink soy milk without a problem. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. so almond milk is is pretty good then that that that
2: it came oh, out that came out on top yeah. too okay good yeah and, and, right. and cashew milk is really good but you have to be careful we learned this the hard way can uh, we is? have to be careful with uh almond and cashew milk you can have cashew too much milk. and uh both those like too too much of them uh is you can break out in hives so wow. okay <laughs> well that's <laughs> yeah don't overdo that's it uh <laughs> nut milk okay
1: okay yeah An allergic reaction, yeah, yeah.
2: and uh, I know soy milk, soy products get a lot of rap these days for having estrogen, estrogenetics in them, but uh, it was put to the test. And um, even though it has estrogenetics, Mm -hmm. it's not actually impacting our endocrine system. Um, if we have enough iodine and not too much iodine, um, and Mm -hmm. uh, yeah.
1: Would we get enough iodine from Himalayan sea salt? Does that provide enough iodine?
2: That is a really great question. Um, It has to be iodized salt. Okay. Uh, So a lot of the sea salts uh, don't have iodine in them. So you need to make sure that your vitamins have it because we need iodine. Okay. Um, Another way to get it is through eating seaweed. Okay. yeah. Those are, those
1: are the ways. Okay. Now, so we're going into, so we, we're done with breakfast. We're going into mm-hmm. the snack, which is available to the children before lunchtime. And what would mm-hmm. you think is a great snack to keep that blood sugar um, nice and regulated? What, what do you got for us?
2: We have things readily available for our older two ch- children. Um, you know, we are a family of five, so it's, economically um a good idea for us to shop at costco and we just get the kirkland packs like single serve packs of hummus and guacamole and they sell this uh, sweet potato cracker with seeds in it um mm-hmm. wow. that uh we just have available for them and they can get their own guacamole or hummus with the healthy crackers that have you know a lot of different micronutrients in them um and other things that they have available are whole fruits and nuts and leaves, um, cucumbers, carrots, uh, just a lot of things like that.
1: Okay, great. And I love how you've already described kind of the the, the nutrients are across the colors of the rainbow. We already, yeah. We've already already gone across the, the seven colors of the rainbow with the food you described. It sounds wonderful.
2: All right, right. so the next
1: thing we're going into is
2: into our lunch. What do you have for yes. us at lunch? My my typical lunch is I mean this is this is three kids style, like not a lot of spare time. Um, what we'll do is make a bunch of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I'm talking like peanut butter that is just peanuts and maybe some salt. I like the Kirkland brand. Uh, it's it, it stirs easy. It doesn't separate terribly. I don't know what they do to it, um, but it's delicious and it's not a huge pain in the butt.
1: And the Brooklyn um, brand is
2: just at Costco, right? Just at Costco. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and these are my hacks, and and there are options at other stores too, like Walmart and your local grocers and your health food stores. Um, and then for our jams and jellies, if it has chunks of whole fruit in there that is superb for your body. Um, okay. And it's like as close to just fruit as we can get. And we try to avoid saturated fat, palm oil, saturated fat. Um, and of course, like corn syrup, like we, we don't need additional sweet than the whole fruit and our yeah. palates have gotten used to that. Um, and uh, we try to avoid like, xanthan gums or other gums because yes. they're indigestible mm-hmm. um and we're just starting to we as a society are just starting to learn how that's affecting our microbiome which is affecting our our brains you know our, our guts are our second brain so anything oh. indigestible we try to avoid so artificial sweeteners um and gums and then we pick out a bread that has at least a five to one ratio of dietary fiber to carbohydrates. Okay. Um, and again, that's for the glycemic index. Like, so we don't spike. And okay. what's, what it blows my mind is that white bread has a higher glycemic index than granulated sugar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, that's, yeah, that boggles my mind. Um, and, uh, so Dave's killer bread, and I know it's expensive, mm. um, yes. but that's, goes yeah. and we're not buying beef. We're not buying chicken. We're not buying fish. Like we don't have to, we're not spending this mm. extra money on these meats so we can spend that extra money on higher quality whole foods. And so we make a bunch of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and we freeze them and they're great for either at home, my son loves them frozen, um, uh, but normally, I, I, except for him, I pull everyone's sandwiches out and let them thaw before lunchtime or they're great for going into the backpack or diaper bag um, on the go and then you know, by the time it's time to eat them, they've, they've thawed and they're ready and I didn't have to think about keeping them cool. Um, and uh, they're uncrustables, and I would love to buy uncrustables, except all of them have hydrogenated fats.
1: Mm, gross, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. yeah, and hydrogenated fats are the most mm-hmm. dangerous thing that's considered food that you can eat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's they're just so bad for our hearts, for our everything. Uh, so I. I I've written to smuckers, (laughs) like, Hey, like we could set you uh, guys up well in, uh, Uncrustables. Mm -hmm. Like if you just remove the hydrogenated fats, I mean, it's frozen. What do they need to preserve? But anyway, that's a side story. Um, and then another lunch option that we do are a lot of like low sodium Amy's soups, uh, because we want to avoid too much sodium, um, because it hardens our arteries and we want to make sure we have good blood flow, not only to the body, but to the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if I, 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 find it kind of bland sometimes. Uh, so I'll dress it up with like half an avocado, which, you know, has great lipids for our mental support. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, some ground-up red pepper flakes is another thing I like to add that's really good. Um, yeah, so that's, a, that's our lunch. And we'll have, we might have some more of, like, the nuts, fruits, um, and things on the side.
1: I love that. I, I mean, and I love what you mentioned before about with these vegetarian soups, you don't have the clumps of fat, you know, from oh, yeah. the meat. So you can just kind of eat it out of the can and it's all good. It, it, it tastes the same. <laughs> it's nothing gross in there. And, and yeah, I could see myself doing that. Yeah, the it, vegetable soup with avocado in it just, okay.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, it's delicious. Um, oh. And honestly, it was, that was my go-to travel lunch for my son and I when he was a toddler and we went on a lot of adventures together you know because I had one kid at the time and (laughs) so I would um throw a couple cans of Amy's lentil soup in the backpack you know one for me and one for him or one and a half for me half for him and I would throw in a plastic sippy cup with the top cut off and uh he could toddle around with you know lentil soup with carrots and celery and green beans in it like it was so diverse and i just had to throw a can of soup in there and a plastic cup like Mm -hmm. and i didn't worry about keeping it cold like and i don't worry about warming it up because it doesn't have the saturated fat that chicken soup would have in it that needs to be warmed to be mixed back in like it's it's good room temperature or
1: warmed Nice. Um, yeah. You don't have to worry about it spoiling if it's meat. I mean, it, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you put it in a sippy cup, you said in a sippy cup, you put
2: the soup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like I cut the top off of the sippy cup. Um, so the larger lentils and things can pass through it. And, uh, I, I loved it. I would go to like my you know, play dates with other moms and I'd hand him his sippy cup of lentil soup. And they're like, that's brilliant. I'm like, yep, it is. Uh, it is complete, uh, and yeah. I did zero work. <laughs> I can
1: see myself because I, I work during lunch and I know you shouldn't, but I do. And I've got food. Mm-hmm. I can see myself with a sippy cup in the fall. I <laughs> oh, got my sippy cup there with avocado and vegetables. <laughs> so it sounds wonderful. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So thank you for it that is. great idea.
1: Kelly's sippy cup. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're looking at now is we're going into dinner uh what would we do what are we going to do for dinner Mm
2: -hmm. oh and like afternoon snacks yes when with our whole food diet we don't get too hungry um in the afternoon and we try to make most of our noshing before noon because it's it's better for our metabolisms it's better for our brain you know it's better for our bodies like we want to have that energy and that movement earlier in the day and as we're tapering down towards the end of the day we need to taper down our calories too okay um and uh you know like i want my kids and myself uh so i have adhd um Uh, to have the fuel for our minds early in the day with the, with the healthy fats for the long burn foods that, you know, it's not a quick burn when you have a whole grain, a whole fruit, uh, beans, nuts, seeds, like they, it, it takes some time. It's satiating. Oh, leaves, um, Um, vegetables. I keep missing to say that one. We uh eat a lot of vegetables. Um, so Yeah, sometimes they get hungry for a snack. Um, Our son with ADHD or ADD, uh, he often misses eating his lunch at school.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, We feed him well in the morning before going to school. But he he just is distracted at lunchtime. And he comes home and has almost the whole thing there. And so the first thing we do with him is he comes home from school, he sits at the table, and he finishes his lunch, which he loves. I mean, it's... It's his pick and um yeah, he eats it up and then we're good until dinner time and we eat early in the day because again that's better for our bodies. Um, like four thirty five, uh as early as we can manage. And we have uh we have some favorites. I mean, mm-hmm. again, I don't have a lot of spare time. So sometimes I just do leaf tacos, uh, where we get their favorite leafy vegetable, leafy green. And, um, we all sit around and we chat and we make our own like leaf tacos with beans and rice cooked in a healthy way. Um, and, uh, tomatoes and onion and spices and, and it's, it's a fun night. Avocado. Oh, we go through a lot of avocado. Mm-hmm. I think I need to plant a tree and make a greenhouse. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, Um, yeah, uh, it's delicious and it's fun and we get around the table as a family and I haven't spent all day in the kitchen, you know, because they have a lot else to do. Um, and uh, some other things like we'll have whole grain spaghetti and vegan red s- sauce, which is easy to find. Um, and then we'll give it more of that full flavor by adding mushrooms. And it's really great when you cook the mushrooms in water. That you boil off, you add your spices to the water so that incorporates into the mushroom, and you end up using less oil. Like once mm-hmm. the water has boiled off, they don't want to suck up oil because they're full of water. So mm-hmm. it only takes a little. Yeah, it only takes a little bit to get them kind of like that brown crispiness. Um, I'm a Whole Foods plant-based vegan and a foodie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you are. So I, I care a lot about flavor. Um, and it has to be good. And I'm a busy mom. So like, these are some of the things and I'm happy. Uh think it's good. I'm not, honestly, I'm not missing anything. I don't miss the standard American diet that I was on five years ago when we started this, when our second child was born. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so our son had been, Like we, we were eating healthy. Like I had started moving towards the whole foods, plant-based thing, um, before he was born, but we still had like, um, chicken and wild rice with a salad. Like we were eating healthy, like Mm -hmm. healthy omnivores. Um, but we took it to the next level, you know, after so many years of that. And when we were ready and we, we took our time doing it, you know, it takes time to build your recipe book. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, it was just like, it started with one day a week and then mm-hmm. two and then more. And then all the time <laughs> And we, you know, we do it for health reasons. Um, and we're, I, I don't know, I would call us flexi-vegan, like we do splurge now and then, but mm-hmm. I would say we're 98% vegan. Okay. Um, yeah, it's mostly, it's hard when we travel or we're visiting family, um, or we don't want to cook and we want to order out and we just get as close to our normal diet as we can. Uh, so those are some of our dinners. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. You
1: also like zucchini. <laughs> yeah. you, you like zucchini noodles a lot, don't you? Zucchini um, noodles no, or
2: no? I, I keep meaning to try them, but every okay, time yeah. I get them, they go bad before I use them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> One, I, day. I one day, one day,
1: Kelly. <laughs> I can't make those taste good. What about cauliflower rice? Can you
2: make cauliflower oh, okay. rice taste good? What do you yes. do? What it do you is it? great. Um, uh-huh. like I like cauliflower rice with like a, a curry and lentils on top. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Delicious. Okay. Um, yeah. And, uh, so these
1: slow cooked sauces that you really want to get these cauliflower rice. You we want the rice to absorb the sauce, right? Is that, is that what you're saying? Is that your trick?
2: Um, well, no, we just, we just steam the cauliflower rice and put the sauce on top and. Okay. Uh, and it, and it, and I, it does it. Okay. <laughs> does right. not I, have, yeah. I'm, I keep it simple. Um, I really do. Like back before I had three children, I went, way more fancy with mm-hmm. our, our whole foods, vegan meals. And mm-hmm. that was, fun. it was delicious. And we'll get back to that one day, but that day's not today and that's okay. <laughs> you're eating healthy.
1: And now, here's, healthy. now you're telling me here, Now, not all vegan is created equal. So when I go to the store, there's a vegan section and there's vegan cheese, Mm -hmm. vegan sausages, vegan bacon, vegan Mm -hmm, sauces, mm -hmm. whatever you desire in made Mm -hmm. vegan. What's the problem with this, with this processed food, with this non-whole food?
2: What's the problem with buying this and consuming this? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Well, I find that they often have a lot of the indigestible gums, like xanthan gums. They have a lot of saturated fats. They're very processed to get them to the point that they are. And I'm not saying that we don't eat those. Like sometimes we, we have a hankering for a burger night and we get, oh, the Impossible Burgers. So good. From burger
1: thing have- right? Mm-hmm. The Impossible oh, Whopper?
2: Yeah, the Impossible Whopper. That one's great. You just get it without mayo. Um, I don't think the buns are vegan. They probably have dairy in them. But um yeah, it's close enough. Like when you're out and about and you're in a pinch and everybody's hungry, we will go through Burger King. Um and uh yeah, and French fries aren't good for you. That's not whole foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, once in a while, it's that's our special treat. You know, like what is what things that are part of the standard American diet. It's not our standard diet. That is our special treat. There's a huge difference there. And um and as far as like overall health and yeah. yeah. You mentioned non GMO GMOs are
1: not good. Genetically modified. Uh, did you explain you know why that doesn't, why, why is
2: GMOs? Why are they bad? Um. So that's more of speculation on my part. Like okay. I, I haven't been able to find good research on that. Like good quality research. Like there's, there's a lot more available on like what's being sprayed rather than the crops themselves and you know we're just we're just learning about you know our microbiome Mm -hmm. and you know we know that indigestible things are not good for us and some of these gmos are insects don't go for them so if the insects can't eat them i'm just wondering what do we know about what it's doing to our microbiome Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's the unknown of that, that it hasn't been proven safe that I'm tepid of. So we, we do go out of our way to get non-GMO products. Like the, our typical cooking oils are olive oil and canola oil. Um, olive oil isn't a high temperature oil. Um, so, Mm -hmm. uh, refined oils aren't whole foods. So we use them sparingly. And um, like our typical salad dressing without all the additives is just mm-hmm. oil and vinegar. Mm-hmm. And uh, rice, garlic rice vinegar is delicious. It's mm. so good. And then you can throw some herbs can, or some
1: garlic, This is a different kind of vinegar. Garlic of rice vinegar. It's a blend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And where it's do you get that? Uh,
2: I've been able to find it. We move around the country a lot for okay. our work. And I've been able to find it all over the country. It's pretty, it's, uh, it's in the Asian section and it's pretty easy, common to find. Um, and it's really good. And do you make um,
1: three parts extra virgin olive oil with one part, um, of the rice vinegar?
2: I pour a little bit of olive oil on my salad, and then I pour a little bit of vinegar on my salad.
1: Okay. <laughs> That's how I cook. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, this is this has yeah. been so wonderful, and you know, Koi, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm so happy that you're here today with us to show us that there's many different ways and many different diets to help Mm -hmm. children or to help adults with ADD thrive. And Mm -hmm. what you're telling us today, it's all about whole foods, Kelly. It's all about Mm -hmm. foods that do not spike the glycemic index. This is all about foods that are going to slowly digest in the body and provide, yes, and provide fuel long-term for the brain and not cause Mm -hmm. spikes because we know what's good for the body is what's good for the brain, Uh, what happens in the body, what happens in the brain. And and I'm going to close this because I think that you're having an impact on me. I have ADHD, as you know, and my diet, and this is recommended by the Amen Clinic, um, Dr. Amen Clinic, Mm -hmm. is high-protein grass-fed meat and vegetables and healthy fats. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to, over time, um, try to treat meat like a condiment and, and increase yeah. the size of vegetables and have more vegetables and less mm-hmm. on my plate, um, just for ethical reasons. But, and, right. and you've given um, so many great ideas
2: today. Why, um, that. And also why get your fats from the animal when you could get the right fats in the right form for your brain from plants mm-hmm. with, nuts, with avocados, um mm -hmm. that's that's what we need Mm -hmm. like and in the form that
1: we need it okay yeah so on that note we're going to take this information (laughs) we're going to roll up our sleeves and (laughs) we're going to make the world a better place one day at a time one child at a time